What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Nerd Thug Radio. This is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. It's me. That's right, it is you. you you're you getting good at that. Pretty soon you're going to be able to spot yourself in a lineup. It's true. I don't, I don't, I don't own mirrors, so I have no idea what it looked like. <laughs> and statistically speaking, that is where they'll find you, you know? A lineup. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Oh. Oh. <laughs> It's a tense week for me. There's only one episode left of the dropout on Hulu, and I don't know how it ends, even though it's based on something that happened 10 years ago. <laughs> like, it's reality. It's real television, guys. I swear. <laughs> I I vaguely remember this, the company and the scandal. I mean, I know the scandal, but I have no concept of, like, what happened to the people involved. So, like, yeah, I'm, watching with, I'm watching with rapt attention. Like, in any moment, they could... So we could get shot, I'd be like, that happened? Did that, was that dramatization or was that real? Was she Selena the whole time? Can you put, can you pull up the, can you pull up the wiki page? <laughs> I, I don't want to cheat now. I'm seven episodes in. I made it this far. Yeah. At this point, I, I, I can't know. Um, yeah, man. So. You gave me some time off, and then you also got some other stuff we're going to air in here. So we're, we're kind of doing like a half nerd thug radio today, huh? Yeah, just a little bit. Just a, just a smidgen. Mm-hmm. A, a smidgigil. A smidge, a smidgile. Yeah, just a small amount. A, a teensy bit. Yeah, you could say that. Spoonful, a dash, a dish, a dash, a dish, a dashery. A haberdashery? Why do we yeah, say the same thing? There you go. We are the same person. Welcome to the show where two people talk to each other about the same things. Oh, God. So much stuff has happened over this uh, last week that, like, everyone was freaking out about that it just feels like... Do you ever sometimes, like, okay, so we talk about pop culture, so, like, technically we should be talking about Will Smith, Chris Rock. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of over it. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen what happens to be, like, the best meme of all time of the, uh, the, the Will Smith thing, and I was like, well, this is peak entertainment i no longer have to look at anything well in in... i'm I'm gonna explain because it it cues very visually so it's it's xerxes from 300 (laughs) and he's like you're really gonna let them talk to me like that (laughs) and then it's just will smith as a spartan it just it kills me every time i thought it was gonna be the batman robin one where batman slapping robin right i saw that one and i thought no that's that's pretty good okay so obviously violence is bad and don't punch people. Um, yeah, it's a joke. It's fine. It is, well, Get it, over yourself. This is, Chris Rock did break a rule of comedy, uh, which is that he made fun of somebody's illness. Um, there aren't a ton of rules of comedy. And if you're in the right setting or the right crowd or if you're doing the right set, you can still even break any of the rules. Like, comedy isn't. There's really actually no rules. <laughs> There are, but at the same time, like, there are certain comics whose whole careers are breaking them. Yeah. Um, you know, unless you're what's called a blue comic, which is just absolutely going for it. Like, most people would probably say uh, Amy Schumer is a blue comic. Like, she will go for it. Like, there's she, there's not, like, a limit to what she won't talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, in a set like that, you can you can kind of break the rules about, like, punching down and talking about people and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Dave Chappelle does kind of truth in reality comedy, uh, and so he makes commentary about things. Um, so it's a little bit closer to it doesn't as much break the rule of comedy. There's still probably plenty of people who didn't find it funny. That's a different conversation. Yeah. Um, but was it out of the realm of what Dave Chappelle does? No. Uh, was this was Chris Rock wrong? In a couple ways, probably. Mostly because he probably knows Will Smith. Yeah. Like, more than anything, these two probably know each other. They've probably crossed paths several times. They're both entertainment icons who've been in this industry for over 15 years. I don't believe for a second they haven't crossed paths three or four times a year. Oh, yeah. Even at just events. Like, I right. doubt they're going to be like... Like, at the Diddy White Party, I bet they both show up. It's like the idea that, that like they don't know each other, at least enough for Chris Rock to be like, oh, I know him, but I don't know his wife. Like, let me not do this. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough boat. Like, 
any of my friends, I would probably say stuff about their wife, but like, A, I've known most of their wives almost as long as they have, but also B, like, you know, we've known each other 20 plus years now. Yeah, that's true. And but I mean, like, if you're talking about like the severity of the joke, also, I think it matters. It's not like you're trying to make like. Right. He didn't go for it, go for it either. Yeah. And again, nobody should get slapped for what they say. Right. Like, I think that's the most important thing. You start there. Yeah. I, I think even if you're a Nazi, you're allowed to say it. That's, that is what our country's about. There is consequences. And if someone does punch you, no one's going to feel bad. I'm not going to defend you. <laughs> like, I will say, you had the right to say it. He he crossed the line, but only barely. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, no, he hit him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> What's the really Anyways. Where, he, where he's like, no, please stop. <laughs> oh, no. Someone call the police. Right. But I don't know that I'm that mad at Will Smith either. No, I, you know, I did see the opinion from women going both ways where it was like, my husband better go slap somebody. And then also the people who were like, I don't want to be with someone who feels like they need to use violence to defend me, blah, blah, blah. I get it. I get both sides of that. I don't, I don't. Yeah. It's such a, it's such a polarizing topic because it is like, depending on where your values lie, it's like, yeah, he either did the right thing or the wrong thing. So no, no, he did the wrong thing, but he either was wrong rightfully or wrong wrongfully, right? Like right. he's either double wrong or single right. wrong. <laughs> like he's either Western hero wrong or just the bad guy in every movie wrong. Right. Which is, I mean, yeah, I, I do. I do like that Chris Rock was like, man, I could just said like the worst thing immediately after that. Yeah, he thought about it, right? Like, and he even goes, man, I could, you know, and it just moves on. Yeah, and that's true. Listen, there's there's one thing you never want to do. It's make a comic angry at you. Um, we'll we'll jump out here in a minute, but there was a Bill Burr is a comic who does just anger. He's just angry. He, almost his entire set is just him being angry and pointing out things that make him mad, but he does it in a funny way. Well, one of he was on a tour with one of his idols, and in the city of Philadelphia, they booed his idol. So he went out and did his contractually obligated 15 minutes and spent the entire 15 minutes not doing his set, just stood on stage with his microphone and talked mess about Philadelphia to Philadelphia. True legend. I mean, and that's, listen, an angry comic is a, can be a dangerous, beautiful thing. Um, so Will Smith definitely tread on some odd water. Um, today, a, a statement got released by the Academy Awards or over the, during, late in the week. Uh, that they did actually move to kick Will Smith out. However, I think internally they didn't happen before they got to his category. Oddly enough, got him. <laughs> you just gotta slap him fast enough. Yeah, you just gotta. Really get... is about speed and positioning. You gotta get to the best actor Academy Award before security reaches Will Smith. Right. <laughs> That's. I don't know if I believe that or not, but that was the statement they released. I guess to try and save face. Because a lot of people were asking, like, how did they not kick him out when he took the stage and slapped Bruce Enner? Right. Which is a valid question. Uh, all right, we're going to jump out to a break. You guys are going to hear some awesome conversation uh, between Nico and um, who, who's this? Who, who, uh, it's, our, it's, our, it's our good actor friend, Evan Glover. He's back. We're talking. We're doing a like wrap-up of the, the big event we went to in Arlington. Oh, okay. I didn't even know what I was getting preempted for. See, you didn't even know. I didn't even know. Uh, and then when we come back, we got a little bit of the show left, and then that'll be Nerd Thug Radio. All right, we'll be right back. What's up, Night Owls? Corey DLG here. Wanted to make sure you guys know about the weekly schedule of The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more right up there at 525 Woodland Square, Suite 130 in Conroe. Every Monday, they're painting miniatures, and on Tuesday, they're rotating between Digimon or Dragon Ball. On Wednesday, they have Yu-Gi-Oh! On Friday, they do casual Star Wars play of almost every type of game, including Legion and X-Wing Fighter, and of course, Magic the Gathering and Warhammer on Saturdays. Make sure to go to The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more, where all the nerds hang out. All right, nerds, let me tell you guys about a good friend of the show, an 11-year veteran who served in Iraq as a sniper and then became one of the coolest jobs in the world. In 2008, he got licensed to be a private investigator, a bounty hunter. I'm talking about scorpioninvestigations.com. 
Everything from proof of infidelity to sweeping a home or business for bugs, microphones, cameras, bounty hunting, and even doing some bail bonds work. ScorpionInvestigations.com is who you need to contact for your security needs and background checks. ScorpionInvestigations.com Hey guys, Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, just letting you know that your party is not complete unless you're using the Sincere Smiles Photo booth. Go to SincereSmilesPhoto.com and go ahead and make a reservation there for a photo booth to have at your party. It comes with all kinds of props and fun things. It can print or even make digital photos for you. And most importantly, if you mention the Nerd Thug Radio ad, you get an additional hour for free when making your reservation. SincereSmilesPhoto.com, the photo booth for Corey your party. DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, making sure you guys know about TastyCajunButter.com. All the way from Hebert's Meat Market in the Woodlands, all the way down to the Galleria, and even Linda's Seafood in Baytown or Rose's Seafood in Seabrook, you can get yourself Tasty Cajun Butter almost anywhere. TastyCajunButter.com. Want you to order some right there from the website. It's Tasty Cajun Butter is a creamy, delicious delight for seafood, chicken, or steak. It pairs well with pasta, potatoes, and vegetables. It's great for dipping, injecting, sautéing, or marinating. Make sure to check out TastyCajunButter.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Nerd Thug Radio. So, has it been that long since we've had Evan on this show? But, uh, like previously mentioned before last week, he is back to recap the uh, great events that we had over in Arlington and the events that were probably... Uh, soon be happening was it next weekend uh this weekend actually. this weekend right now yeah yeah this weekend yeah in uh is it tampa or miami i think it's tampa right miami miami i think it's miami yeah yeah carfest miami all right so it's gonna be fantastic so uh this past week or i guess two weeks ago at this point we were in uh arlington texas we had the big uh, dragon ball super card game fest it was an absolute blast. I went with some of the homies. Evan was commentating top 16. It hmm. was phenomenal. It was a great event. We had a ton of fun. Uh, I got to play a bunch of different decks. Uh, played against U7 Goku. Played against the new Black Trunks. Played against some old favorites like King Cold. Uh, so I had I had a blast. Uh, I ended up going 4-3. Uh, I made like 97th or something like that. It was like 270-something players, I think. It was a it was a great event. We had a ton of fun. So Evan, how was uh how was your experience? Because I know you weren't uh, at the competing. <laughs> it um uh, it was great. I, you know, it's I I I love the engagement that I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of course, it was I met a lot of the content creators. Met the big bro Joku in, in real life for the first time. Oh, okay. I was hit by a car like twice, <laughs> twice, <laughs> twice, run across the street. Uh, but. It was good to see, um, you know, to see the behind the scenes and then see the, the, I guess you could say, seeing it from a fan perspective, but also seeing it from a, um, how do you say it, like a, a person who, I guess, in a sense, era, you're, you're, you're the guy at that time, mm-hmm. so you get to see everything, yeah, you know, so, um, I mean, yeah, you were you were in the event way before we were. Yeah, you didn't get to see the venue or anything like that. Yeah, you know, PlayDCG were dope. They they gave us a passes um for Nishi Fest. Uh, I ran into Justin Rojas. Justin Rojas used to be uh, a big um he used to do like big events and stuff for Dragon Ball for, for Funimation. Oh, I'm sorry, for Funimation. Mm-hmm. Um a few a few years back and I ran into him at Walmart. Me and Nick were shopping. I was like, "Hey, are you are you Justin Rojas?" And I have to remember that we're in Dallas, Texas, right? This is like an anime yeah, from in a, um, in a like you know area. So he was there at Walmart. Ran into him, and uh, he f- couldn't find out he works with the guys we work for at Play TCG. Oh, so that's funny. He ran the he ran he on he runs the Nishi Fest, the co-founder of Nishi Fest. Gotcha. So that was pretty cool. But um, going through the I guess like I said, going there, getting there early, walking in early to see the setup, and and I ran into some Digimon content creators. Uh, you know, Champion Steven. Was the we was all in the same meeting because I saw Champion Steven. I actually have his number now, so it's pretty cool. And uh, Hung Zero and <laughs> he was there, so they were all nice. And Eggman, so it was it was cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, so I know like, uh, so it was like my first time meeting uh, Joku as well. It was it was really it was kind of unreal to see like all the different content creators because these people that I've seen online for. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. For months and years, like super players, I was like, man, right? Super players a lot shorter than I remember. Well, well five, five years from 
when we were at Lone Star, we were just eat Taco Bell and and play Dragon Ball. And, yeah. And and we would watch Super Players decklist because we used to copy their decks. And I mean, I I you know I crossed paths with them through social media over the over the years, but mm. Facetime Tony G a few times on deck ideas so back like a while back, but um. And see right, but seeing him in person was uh, it was it was it was really cool. Like it was it was it was so hard to process and believe all this had happened in this exact moment. Yeah, like we were in the same room with them after we watched. Yeah, them. we were we were talking to like I have pictures with them. Like it's so funny because like I, like I'm watching I'm watching the videos of like the yeah. different content creators like recaps of the event and like I can see people I know in the backgrounds of these videos. Or, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Over there, it's like oh hey I was there. Oh hey look there's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy because uh, I used to be on an older team. I used to be on another team a while back in the day. So, uh, which technically you couldn't say back in the day because that was five years ago. Um, but uh, it is a long time. Yeah, yeah. C Ride had you had lunch with a, a former team I used to be part of. So, but actually seeing C Ride in person and then of course seeing Joker, that was that was beautiful. I think that was the highlight. That's actually one of the biggest highlights was seeing him because it, it was like what. Did you get to commentate on his match? Because I know he made it in the top 16. No, but I commentated on Juha's match, um, mm-hmm. which was dope, which is really fun. I mean, he Juha talked about this for three years. He, he was with Team Fo, mm-hmm. but he lives in L.A., but he makes a lot of guest appearances on Super Players videos. He does Jaren's best friend. He does. He plays Shin Sharon, but I, I commentated for him, which he, he kept calling me saying, I hope you do it. And it, he spoke into existence, and it ended up happening. And, and then he sent me a deck, the video of me interviewing him on the deck, on his deck profile, and it was cool. It was it was, it was like, wow, it, it's crazy, you know? <laughs> it is really funny how these things kind of work out and how they, like, I guess, like, pan out. Because, like, they pan out going, really well. Yeah, good. It, it was a lot of fun, like. This was this was definitely like a super exciting experience, and the prizing was great. We had a ton of stuff. Yeah, because uh, I mean, like even even I got extra prizing, even though I made ninety seventh or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, you know, I I uh, I made a I talked to Play TCG. Mm-hmm. Um, they have made some, a lot of changes. Just to clarify, people's what listening. Um, this was was this their first? Uh, yeah, like this event? was their first one. Yeah, and the TO and stuff. They they made changes with staff. Like they they made a whole bunch of. They changed a lot, mm-hmm. and they're going out their way. You know, cause a lot of people were just. And I I also made a video on my YouTube, my little quirky YouTube channel. Follow me, uh, Evan U Seven Governor. But uh, wait, is it Evan U Seven? Yeah, it is Evan U Seven. <laughs> Don't even know his own YouTube channel. Let me That's plug my, my socials. I let me plug my socials. I'll get back uh, yeah. to you when I get those. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know. I'll keep you guys posted. But no, um, you, you know, I, I made a video saying, you know, we all make mistakes. We all deserve second chances. Things like that do happen. And so, also, like, I feel like people can't be too hard on, you know, if you're a first, you don't realize the amount of things you need to have, like, yeah. checked off when you're running an event like this. Right, right, and right. And considering this is their first event, I thought it ran pretty smooth. It, it from what I saw from behind the scenes, I said there were a few miscommunications, but like I say, even with the miscommunication that the the commentators had, they gave us a lot more, you know, more prize stuff. You know, they were they were really they really care. Like they Yeah, they went out they of their care. way they went out of their way to, to to you know, try and right the wrongs that happened and like mm-hmm. the difficulties that people and some mm-hmm. players had. So, you know, I I you know, I think that's a very, you know, admirable thing to do. And also, you know, I I know there's a lot of people giving them flack for it, but you know, first time event running anything, I'm surprised yeah. it went this smoothly, especially with with it being so big. No, it was at the end of the day, um, you know, um, I'm just glad there wasn't fifty seven thousand rounds like it was in Digimon. Apparently, they went oh to like, my gosh, there I was like to, eleven rounds or something like that. It was crazy over there. Oh yeah, no, I, I had to rush over. I had ran over there to drop off some Digimon cards, and it was honestly it was really cool to see the Digimon fan like st- like the room. It was it was like Hong Zero was doing his uh, live, so I made a few <laughs> cameos in his in his crossover. I was like, this is a crossover. I kept telling people this, y'all, this is a real crossover. I saw Champion Steven was there. I talked to him for a little bit, and uh, he was he's nice. Um, but it was cool to see not just the Digimon card game, but to see how many Digimon fans there were just in that room. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really cool. I just I just love Dragon Ball. But I dropped I dropped the Digimon cards off, and I saw the Tamer cards, the Koji ones, and I, I they, oh they're nice. The, 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 I mean it, it's like I play Cyber Slew, You know what I'm saying? I, I I have a lot of people in Dragon Balls asking me, "Hey man, you you play Digimon and stuff?" I'm like, hey, I did. I just most of my time is just DBS. Yeah, but. 
I, I'm going to try to build ancient gray minds. Yeah, see, just come back. Just build I'm one a, deck. I'm going to build one deck. They, <laughs> they said before before playing six different ones. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Says me. I have, I'm like, I don't play Digimon that much. I have four, like, tier one decks. Oh, for a oh, tier like, one. What? But but I know that you know Digimon community got the the shuffling and they got the mulligan. Yeah, they got the new mulligan so. system. They got. That, I'm glad. I'm really glad. That's why I left originally was because of mulligan. Yeah, there was no mulligan, and it's a great mulligan too because it it's not like a oh I don't like this hand I'm just gonna ship it and shuffle and then draw five. At the bottom, right? It goes straight to bottom and you just draw five new cards. That's like, so much better. Well, it also like Digimon is very clever because they don't have. There's, I don't think there's a single card in the game as of right now that shuffles your deck. So you actually can, like, you'll know, like, because I've seen games where people go through their entire deck and they get, they could, they're seeing cards that they put to the bottom of their deck. Yeah, like early. the Algamines and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're top five and your top, top five, four yeah, or yeah, top yeah. three or whatever to add. and Because you're, you're bottom decking always. You never yeah. shuffle in that game. So the mulligan's, like, huge. And then sideboarding. Uh, is perfect because I think there's so many cards in there. There's so many cards in the game that are only good in a one matchup. Yeah. And you're just like, well, if I just, you know, if I had a sideboard, this would be great. And now we finally have it. So I think Digimon is like competitive wise. Yeah. I think in a great, a great spot. It's a great spot. I eventually when I get um, take care of some like you know real life stuff. You know, you, you go into these worlds and you gotta go pay bills and do this and this. But once all that's taken care of, my, uh, I just want to play cardboard. <laughs> Honestly, it's so crazy how Dragon Ball is a <laughs> it's part of your life in a sense. But it was fun. But going over there, though, was cool. Seeing everybody there. It was definitely a lot of people. And I heard that there were a lot of pushbacks. Mm-hmm. But 512 people in one room for Digimon, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It, I mean, that, that stuff's hard. It's Especially at a whole tournament like that. Even like the smaller tournaments are can be pretty draining. So those huge, long. Really? Like, yeah, those big, long tournaments. How many locals? I mean, how many people cut 10-year locals? Uh, uh, anywhere from uh, like. 10 to 20, I think. For Digimon? Yeah. That's actually really good. Yeah. You know, it's it's the same we have at, uh, like, Galaxy, where we'll have... Uh, Dragon Ball's gotten bigger at Galaxy. Yeah. Well, I feel I feel like for a while we had a lot of people, and then a bunch of people left, and then it was just, like, Rays and then, like, five other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I, I'm, I, was ta- I was trying to figure out that, at the end of the day, I think that the impact that we... Did not, uh, like, you and me, but just as a whole... And in the Houston community, is the competition is real, and that's players all over. Because there are players all over Texas, like all over Houston, that we never met before, that live in Houston. Oh yeah, and that you'll that you'll like run into too. Uh, well, like when I was playing, um, so day two of the event, I I played a couple games with Legends, um, from FOE, and I was uh, weird. ah the Legends, uh yeah, uh, kicked my ass, but you know, <laughs> like. You live and learn. It's what happens when you open four unisons into a deck with more than four oh, texts. For- <laughs> <laughs> you open up the four. Man, I uh, I did see him, though. But, you know, seeing I saw Broken TCG. Uh, of course, the Hermostyle gang was there. Um, it was cool. You know, we, it was me. It was Joku. Uh, then at one point, we was on a big group having a conversation. And Mike Itisser mm-hmm. came up. Put uh, He put his arms around me and Joku. But we was all talking to a judge or something. I can't remember what, what the topic was, but... It was a moment like a lot of the known players of the community were just like all hanging out. We were all in this one little circle, but we were talking about it was something that was I don't I can't remember, but it was pretty important, but wasn't as important. But it was like it caught our attention. Um, and, uh, yeah, man. I mean, it was like I say it was it was crazy. Like one row, you see super players, two rows down, you see Joku, Linda Kim. And that was cool. I mean, that was it, it was crazy to see. Yeah, when I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking to my table, and I'm passing by like my teammates, and then Joku. And then yeah. <laughs> I see super players, and I'm like, man, this is crazy. Yeah, no, it is crazy. It, it, it was like an all start, but then you know, I, I was happy that you got. I remember you. Uh, I was. Uh, I, I want to talk about this the other day. None of people are listening. When you actually get a picture of me and Joku, mm-hmm. uh, it didn't cross my mind that it was me and Joku. I was like, why does nigga want a picture? I mean, well, I mean, sure, right? Yeah, I mean, he's my boy. I can take a picture of him any day. And I was like. Uh, like <laughs> I was like, okay, I understand. And for some odd reason, the whole cross spirits thing popped in my head, and, and then Christian was like, "Cause, but none of this ain't processed until after we took the pictures." I was like, yeah. "Think it was my boy. Like, I can always give him a picture. He's my friend." No, why does Christian know that wants a picture? We're buddies. I see him almost every day, almost every week. Huh? I guess I'll take one with Joku. Then no problem. Then five minutes go by. I go, oh wait, wait a minute. Okay. I yeah, because there's I'm someone so, who we don't take. Yeah, someone we don't take a picture with. Me, but I, I was happy. It was great, and and I I kept joking, and I kept telling each other like, 
I feel like I just seen you for so long, and it's just like in person. That was the first IRL moment. So it, it so was, much taller than I thought he'd be. <laughs> so he is, yeah. I mean, I've seen his. Uh, is he went to Nats walking down the, the the street of LA or something? He's a tall dude, but no, he's like because I'm I'm about five. Yeah, I'm five nine, so he's like six four. I know six three, six two. But he's which, he's tall. He's very tall. he's very tall. <laughs> So it was funny because I was like, I was like, Joku's so much taller than I thought he would be, and then Super plays so short. <laughs> well, you're five eleven. I'm like, I'm about five nine and a half. So I mean, I'm not tall, but it's crazy because Joku's like this big dude. So like, I have friends who are six foot. I could like literally feel like I'm close to him. But like, yeah. you're, you're looking at him like you're, you're looking at Joku. Hey, he's, he's like a whole head taller than you. Like a giant pirate. That's exactly what he is. Man, I can't wait for the One Piece card game. <laughs> yeah. It's oh. Gonna be so oh good. no, it, it's gonna be fun. He, um, him and Bandai really been. Um, I mean, outside of him doing dentistry, he really his his lifestyle is anime and stuff. Which I, I mean, his kid's a carpet with Demon Slayer on it. So, uh, but he he's really he's really in bond with Dragon Ball and One Piece. One Piece, but I, he's gonna be the face of the One Piece card game. Oh, I I, I don't doubt that. I, for I, a I, I'm promise you, man. I was like, look, we got you. <laughs> That's his whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so, he, so his little badges. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's been One Piece guy, but no, it was cool, man. I mean, everyone was there. Um. There were, it was so funny. Oh, I wanted to tell you this. I ran into, didn't run into him as in talk to him. Um, but I, I, um, I, um, ran into the, the, uh, there, there are these, these anime girls. Um, they do like, they're known on TikTok and stuff. Oh, okay. And, and were, they, were they at Lanishi Fist? Lin, uh, yeah. It's, uh, Lily Pichu. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. and, Jenny Bella. So it was so funny. Like now, like I said, I know they're I forgot she was there. That's right. Are they like streamers a, or uh, yeah, Lily Pichu's been like she's been a streamer. She's been a YouTuber for like ten years or something like that. Oh she's okay. been around for a long time. Well it was it was so crazy because I was it's a funny little story. So <laughs> I was in line talking to my buddy about Dragon Ball because he was talking about the Dragon Ball tutorials. Well, those girls were like I think it was I have a I took a photo of them at the not a photo of them, but like their face on the T V. Mm-hmm. Um it was um it was it was Stella Chu was actually it was Jenny Bella, Jenny Bella because I, I I didn't you know you don't know these people yet. well it just come to show the world of creativity entertainment you know it's so it, it's so vast there's it, so many it, that you have actors you have Dragon Ball now obviously I it still is weird to me but in a good way like it's it's weird sometimes the process how Dragon Ball did open up doors for me it's mm-hmm. in a sense not weird but it's just like it's crazy to see like twenty years ago I, I would have never thought any of this would happen exactly right? but. I'm very fortunate and yeah, thankful. Fourteen year old usually like fourteen, all right. yeah. But and, and I, t- right, I tell people it's so weird how these things are happening. But you're you're, you're you're gonna be you're gonna be you're gonna be talking on top sixteen of this Dragon Ball card game. Oh yeah, we gotta get to that. We gotta get to that. Um, but no, it was Jenny Bella was actually a feet behind me. Uh, was just sitting there and she's hearing me talking about Dragon Ball Z. And then of course I was like, okay. And she had her little assistant was with her too. Mm-hmm. But it was so crazy. I had all these. These these cameo crossover moments. There's so many people just at this one. Well, place. it was like I was going to. I talked to the vo- Caitlin Gass, the voice actress, and I was talking to her. I was like, "Yeah, I'm commentating for the Dragon Ball card game event." So telling people that I'm like, "Damn, me and A Man Critter really hosting one of the biggest events in Texas," and then we're bumping into oh two feet away from Jenny Bella or or you know uh, Ricardo from uh, My Hero Academia. He yeah. plays the superhero dude. He was there, but like just kind of see that there was so many. Figures mm-hmm. in, in a anime community in one building, which I I was still geeking out because I keep me and Eric Eric kept going. Yeah, we have to forget, like we can't forget. We're we have a role in this too. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. We're you're right. Just, we're not but just you see that person over there. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not just fans. We're here. Yeah, no, we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we work here, guys. Yeah, but top sixteen was uh beautiful, man. That was uh crazy too. Yeah. So how how was it? Like, were you nervous when you first starting out? Because I know there was a there's a. I was looking at I was looking over at like the setup, and I was like, oh man, it's getting serious. I tell you this, I Eggman. I'm gonna tell you, this, commenting with Eggman. I was nervous at first because I did study a lot of the cards, mm-hmm. um, just in case. Cause you know it's card fest, so you know you. I, I didn't. Really, yeah, you don't want to be like, oh, what card is this? I don't know what card this yeah, is. Yeah, I had a few of those moments, but it's usually it was it was. Small basic cards, mm-hmm. you know, like the Unison Goku from uh, Forever Memories or something. Like I was, yeah. or um, I made a mistake about the Shinron, the four drop Shinron that has block. It doesn't have deflect, but it has blocker. Yeah. Um, little stumbles like that, but I had bought my binder with me, and I had the I built deck, I built the deck a budget deck profile mm-hmm. of 
Zamasu. Well, not uh, yeah, I knew what Zamasu does. I had like a little small little section in my binder of Zamasu. I had the Trunks and Vegeta cards. In, oh yeah, the, the build, yellow ones. Like, in my binder, and I and um, of course I had used seven Goku. So, but um, I had to, you know, I I had my binder on me, and mm. I would read the leaders and read certain cards that were being played, um, and I and which I had like it was like a on um, I had my notes ready mm-hmm. because I knew that um, there's other abilities that if I knew I was going to have a sentence to say about a certain play, I can apply that knowledge from the cards I was looking at. Right. Yeah. You know, other than going, yeah, that card's crazy. It's Yo, like, that's uh, insane, bro. Uh, for three hours, for three whole hours. But um, yeah, because it's those those games aren't short. It's best of yeah. three, right? It was best of was it? No, no, no. It was best of one. It was best of one still. Okay. I was nervous though. It yeah, was, I figured. I was nervous. Well, I was nervous because I I knew Crit Guy, so you know from PPG, so you know we are from Houston, PPG Houston, so we had that bond for I think two days straight, two three days. We were just chopping up. Um, but going into this, well, for one, when I saw the views, already it was like a thousand views. Mm-hmm. Already, and I mean, we hit over three thousand, and that was more than worlds. You know? That's crazy, <laughs> dude. You telling me? I was I was nervous because you see Craig on Eggman. I'm looking at Eggman like, okay, we got this veteran commentator. He literally outside of his other job, he travels around and do this. Eric is is, is a very competitive player. This is his first time doing it. Um, but from from for me personally, going into that into that world, it was I was nervous because my energy. I wanted how me and Eggman was going to feed off each other. Mm-hmm. But it's like he's very calm, he's collective. I'm very like ah. Snap, you know, card games and yeah, and you're stuff. Very, you're very energetic. I'm very energetic. So, but but it, the flow just went so well. And I said, "Yo, man, I um." Uh, he goes, "I love how I'm very straight to the point, and I love how your energy feels feeds off of that." You're, mm-hmm. And he told me that, and it, and it did. And I, I went to I, I went to go watch stream these two or three times, just kind of like take notes and stuff. But um, no, it was it was it was dope. Yeah, I've heard a lot of I've heard a lot of good uh, positive feedback from the community. A lot of people were really excited. They were like, "Oh yeah, Evan did a great job." And I was like, "Yeah." I, I had goats texting me, man, and I was humbled. Like I had a uh, Aristotle Stiletto from uh, he plays. Uh, he's the one that named my deck Evan U Seven mm. against in, uh, in Canada. Uh, he texted me saying he did great, and then Brian uh, Brian um, from State State Zero. Yep, he gave me he was appraisal, and I was just like uh, Julia texted me and was like, "Hey, four to five, twelve. And then he just says such kind stuff, and I was just like, man, that's very humbling. Because you know, you don't, you don't go by expectations. Yeah, you're you just like, I'm, just I'm gonna do the best job I can do. The best you can. Yeah, I, that's really what I did. And and I, I I was just I was I was so happy. I was so happy because you have Chris Spencer, you have Cross World, you have, of course, you know, of course, Eggman has to lead the scene knowing that he worked with you, right? So yeah. you don't know how it's gonna look good on Eggman or not look good on him. Um, but the the interaction through the community page was was was, um, was crazy. It was that's awesome. It was it was it was humbling, for sure. That's so cool. <laughs> I that, was glad. That, that was the one. That was the one thing I was like, man, that's got to be a little bit nerve wracking because you're you're in front of so many like. It was nerve wracking, but fun. Yeah, I but mean, like this. It was is, like adrenaline too. You oh know? yeah, for sure. Just, it, you're, you're commentating. You're like, oh man, this this event's so you know much. It, but you, it, and it, what the, what was really really crazy was that, like. There were people that were in, like, which I was humbled by this. They, they run up to me and say, hey, can you sign my car? So I was doing I was doing a little autographs and stuff, and it was humbling. And they would say something like, hey, um, you know, I can't wait to see you commentate, man. Looking forward to it. <laughs> you got people in the community saying, yo, man, all the way from Brazil, looking forward to watching you commentate. And it's like, thanks, man. man. But, it, but in your mind, you're like, oh, my gosh. I got <laughs> it's such a it's such a funny, like, it's so it's such a global event. Like, I didn't really think about it that much. Oh, dude, they had people from London, um, uh, cause you know Asia Fest had their event, mm-hmm. which I, which I didn't, it didn't, I forgot that the fest wasn't just a Texas, yeah, it's, 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 inter, it's an international thing. But a lot of those people out there, and those fests were either they fest were done, or their fest haven't come yet. They were, they were um, waiting on theirs or and watching ours. Yeah, all of it was global, so it was uh, that's so cool. It's I, just it's just really cool to see. Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break right here, and we'll talk about more things coming up right after this. Attention, real estate investors. Have you sold properties using seller financing? Call Sal. Do you collect monthly payments from a mortgage note but want a lump sum cash offer? Call Sal. Do you have a rent-to-own property but want to cash out? Call Sal. We pay cash today for your cash flow assets. If you would like a lump sum offer on your asset, please call Sal. 
We can present a same-day offer so you can get cash in your hands as quickly as possible. Call Sal at M5X Mortgage Note Solutions now. 619-922-0176. 619-922-0176. Corey DLG here of Nerd Thug Radio. Wanted to let you guys know about Dragon's Lair, Houston North. Right there at 21151 State Highway 249, Houston, Texas, 77070. The Dragon's Lair has got a full range of comics and games as well as comics, graphic novels, manga, and one of Houston's largest selections of board, card, and miniature gaming. That's Dragon's Lair right there at 249 in Luetta Road. Come hang out. Let them know Nerd Thug Radio sent you. Owing money to the IRS is not the end of the world. All is not lost. But it won't go away on its own. Hi, I'm Thelma, a certified tax strategist and the owner of Success Tax Help. The IRS is a special type of creditor who can garnish your paycheck, levy your bank account, and seize all of your assets. The good news is Success Tax Help can help you. Give us a call today. Our number is 832-856-2974. We're a full-service tax defense firm with over 60 years of combined IRS experience. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, another... I don't know why I'm saying like I'm starting all the way over. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Evan Glover, Evan U7 Glover, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. So he's we're finally uh so we're gonna wrap up talking about uh Game Fest. Uh so like I'm not gonna say like rating one to ten, like how did you feel like at this event, but like Yeah, yeah, how, yeah. what were like just kind of finishing up our feelings about it, like how did, how how was this whole experience for you? Because I know this is kind of wrapping up here about it. Yeah, um it was it was it was Definitely a highlight out of all the Dragon Ball experience I had outside of doing the SCR reveal with Joku that like that and of course revealing the Giant Force, it was definitely in my top literally gonna be in my top for a very long time. Just to be on a platform like that was, was crazy. Cause you, you I'm like, wait, I went it, it just to see the, the five years mm-hmm. you know, and you have people asking me in the music community, yo man, I'm trying to be like that, I'm trying to get this started. And I tell people it wasn't planned out. Like for me, it wasn't some plan. I, I like Super Plays had to plan out to just do some stuff, have fun with it. Yeah. But um, but I tell people I just you know God's grace and favor and you know pray and now that I see these blessings, I want to be it to 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 be better with it. Like my dad goes, "The Lord Jesus got you, boy." I'm like, I know I'm praying to him every day, but. I'll, honestly, it, it, I give it an eight out of ten. Uh, for me, eight point five. Eight point five out of ten. <laughs> Cause it was, it, I the only reason why I say eight point five is specifically is because being behind the scenes, not mm-hmm. participating, it was a solid eight point five out of ten. But it's really like you know, and I already text played TGG. I was like, look, we all make mistakes and stuff. It did kind of suck to see the other events because I didn't know what was going on. I was just like, yeah, this guy did this, this guy did. There was no names being said until yeah. like you know recently, but or or players being released. I was like, oh man, well, that sucks, you know, because you know I. It was. It was. I felt bad for the players who did have to go through certain bumps and stuff for mm-hmm. not topping, and it kind of like brought me down. So it it did brought me down a little bit throughout yeah. the day because like okay, I got still stay focused and positive, but like it kind of sucks to you know I got these players telling me this and this and this happened, and it's like oh man, well I hope yeah, it's it's, it's, it's tough. It's but tough. but Joku did come through with Bandai, and Bandai was like, right, hey, hey, go get these guys more surprise, uh, more prize support. For the time, and everyone was still happy at the end. Yeah. I think, I, I think, uh, I think the pricing was a huge. Um, the pricing made a lot of people calm down. It calmed a lot of people down. Yeah, well, I mean, it was, it was honestly, it was so good. Like, especially like the day two pricing was so yeah. top tier players still there, having a good time, engaging. Yeah, I mean, they're they're still cool they're still going them. out and still playing. You know, they didn't top, they didn't make top, or they you know their teammates made top. And they're still there having fun, having a great time. Like, again, like, I didn't think I'd have an opportunity to ever play against, like, Legends, like, randomly and, like, sitting at a table. Literally, I was sitting, I didn't even know who he was, and I was sitting, like, two seats down from him. Yeah, that Ray didn't know who Jordan Marco was, and uh, me and the team was, like, uh, some team Ray's shout to y'all, but uh, they, they, he didn't know. But he, um, I, I remember the first, I think it was, it was a game one, the first round, it was Joku fighting Legends, and I made a post on the community page mm-hmm. saying, like, man, these Two legends here playing. I'm okay. And I took I, and Linda Kim was right next to Joku, so we were talking a little bit. And she she asked me what I was playing. And I was like, Hey, I'm, I actually kind of had to like move us. So I was like, Let me get this photo real quick. And I took a picture of him, uh, J- Joku and Legends playing, and and that was actually really cool because he's some of my favorite players in the community. So that mm-hmm. was like, Whoa, 
They're like I had goosebumps watching him because Joku had his super his his, his uh, I think it was I think it's a ten graded. Yeah, it's worlds. The, yeah, it's a yeah. worlds. It's like a worlds. Per, the the worlds U uh, seven Goku leader in the slab. In the slab, and he had the, the SS. He has the God Rare Vegeta. And yeah, that nigga's is balled out. <laughs> yeah, I know Legend was playing his balled out Golden Frieza. That that list is crazy too. I put, when I played against it, I was like, man, this deck's insane. Yeah, but it, it's fine. And, and the new the new U seven Goku deck is really fun. I enjoy it. I I mean, I, I I'm, I'm falling it out slowly. There's certain cards that's overly hyped right now because of what it can do and oh, right, play. Yeah. But honestly, man, it, I give it eight point five out of ten. I think just to be, excuse me, just to be at the Nishi Fest. Because it gave us yellow bands, I mean, uh-huh. we had access to everything. Yeah, which was no like we we walked through Nishi Fest for a little bit. Uh, you know, I said talked to a few, ran to other content creators from other anime stuff. They had no idea who they were, but then in line, I was like, "Yo, you talk to this person." I'm like, "Yo, for real?" Like, <laughs> "Hey, but it's, it's a crossover." Um, but you know, the experience was beautiful. I, I hope I continue to get a job. I mean, it was it was a dream job. I mean, you're not working, you're having fun. I mean, it, it was. That's really what it feels like, right? Like but Saturday, I, the community were, was – like, Chris Spencer, UniX, texted me. And it was like, yo, man, keep up with the content. Because, you know, on Saturday, when we found out we weren't commentating, mm-hmm. I wanted to commentate both days. I just felt like it would have been more fun just for the experience-wise. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I did, like, a Facebook Live video. And, yeah, uh, I, was, I was watching you uh, go around the – Oh, yeah, yeah. That was for the community. And people were so – and I, I, it's not the biggest thing to do, but – the community, it was something. So the community were happy to see what was going on, and uh, I just wanted just I wanted the community to feel like they were a part of it. Cause I, everybody was waking up Saturday morning. Literally, people was like, "Man, I'm waking up on Saturday, all the way from Canada," you know. But Facebook Live was the only way to to really get. Yeah, I was. I, I tried I to mean, get the my, big faces my, on there. I think my round one opponent was from like, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this wrong. It's gonna bother me for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna. I think. It was, I don't think he's from Missouri. He's from somewhere else, but he was he was from a he, he came in out of state, and he was yeah. like, yeah, he's like he's like this is crazy because my he's like my locals is like five people, <laughs> yeah. And oh, coming to coming to an event like this with you know almost three hundred players, it's like it's crazy. It, I I got top uh, five yesterday at Galaxy with uh cause they were doing top five, so I mm-hmm. got top five with U seven Goku. Yeah, and um, uh, but I got lucky because the guy didn't play Celzino, which he, I think he was a new player, but it's fine. But I told him, yeah, the next time you could have easily had me. But I told him that, you know, we all learn. But he learned it and he was great. But I would say this coming from the event, you know, seeing you, even though I saw you at the post office the other day, and then seeing you, and then, of course, us going to Galaxy, uh, it, it, there's a certain level of impact that I, I think we all took as players mm-hmm. from Carfest that we were still able to. It's like a normal TV episode. You have the movie special. It's like, yeah, like this is this huge <laughs> event, and then we all came back into town. We're all just doing random stuff. It's like Demon Slayer, Mugen Train. It's like the season two. It's, it falls yeah. off. That's what it felt like at Wednesday. We just went back to our, you know, after yeah, the our, event. This Our normal, <laughs> back to regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the movie event you see in theaters only, and then if you miss it, you can watch it, but you want to watch it live. and then yeah, you wanted to be there. Of course, the car, then the galaxy gaming you know we all just walking past the camera like yeah this is just carrying on but it was beautiful I, i'm i'm forever grateful for the community and for you and um you know just to be able to do this so i'm i'm thankful for the community and bandai yeah and play tcg so oh yeah no for sure all right so moving away from card fest because i know that was kind of the big thing you have anything else coming up on the pipeline Oh, I I know just working out for this role. Don't you know this business? They never tell you when. Yeah. I just figured, look, I'm just gonna lean out um <laughs> for a yeah, while gotta to get prepared. Yeah, yeah, you have to. And then uh, teaching Stay acting prepared. classes. Yeah, teaching classes. Um, what else? Uh, I I feel like I'm supposed to be doing something else. <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing something else. I'm I I produced the short film Petty Folks. Which is cool. I'm just trying to. I'm I'm waiting for another production of film in May, mm-hmm. so we can do like a double feature screening at the uh, La Centera. One week going out the theater and stuff like that. So I need to email them. But yeah, you definitely gotta let me know. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in that, um, yeah, just auditioning and oh, oh, I got a text message from uh, you know, London's Players Guild, Scott Sandman. Oh, nice. He uh, he texted me. And was like, what's the best way to contact you? And I go, uh, email me here. Okay, uh, we'll keep in touch soon. And this is days after. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's about to be another arc. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's always there's always something else on the horizon. And I think that's what really keeps yeah. people involved. 
the, the, yeah, that's what Dragon Ball. Oh, oh no, um, I do have something else going on outside of that. Yeah, but Double Sleeves YouTube, the YouTuber Double Sleeves, uh-huh. uh, the one that did the reveals for like set eighteen. Yep, they uh, they I'm we're scheduling a day for me to be a guest on their show. Oh, awesome! Uh, sometime next week. Uh, I told them I'm available next week. They were actually going to their fest as we were texting. So it's it uh, okay. it pretty crazy to see that. Yeah. But I, yeah, but Scott texted me and was like, you know, because you know he's out there in London. I was like, okay, well, um, I told my friend, she's like, what's that? I said, yeah, my buddy from uh, from the UK messaged me about. He said, like, he said we'd be in touch soon. I'm like, okay, all right, well, <laughs> whatever this means, I'll figure it out. Well, it's about to be another argument. Right, I'm thinking I'm, I'm gonna have a whole day of rest with no type of. Not, nobody reaching out to me, just like, Wrong. like we're all tired. I'm like, nah, bro. My buddy was like, nah. If, if you, 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 the you, wheels keep grinding. This anime, bro. We, uh, we, we, this thing. Um, but uh, yeah, every so, week, every day. Oh no, every, grinding. every no, every day is a grind. And um, yeah. Other than that, I'm excited, you know, because them double C's, they they reached out, and I was so happy. I was like, man, this is really crazy, because you know, you you know, you you don't expect these things to happen, you know, but they do. So, back to back. Here we go. That's it. That's all I got for for right now. That's awesome. All right. Well, this has been a great edition of Nerd Thug Radio. I really appreciate you all listening. Uh, catch us back next week, and you'll be hearing again from me and my older brother, Corey. Have a wonderful day, guys. Yeah. Stay blessed. We love you. Appreciate it. Bye. Hey, everybody. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio letting you know about Tank's Paintball. It's open every single weekend, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and they also have a great discounted package for a $20 paintball happy hour that lets you get standard rental gear and 100 paintballs, all for just $20. Get on out to 22011 Southwest Freeway in Richmond, Texas, or call 281-342-5885. Make sure to go hang out at Tank's Paintball and have an awesome, awesome weekend shooting all of your friends. Hey, guys. It's Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio letting you guys know about Dragon's Lair's gaming schedule. Every Monday, they've got Magic the Gathering Commander going on. And on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, they have Dungeons and Dragons. That's what I get down on. Uh, Warhammer on Fridays, as well as Friday Night Magic. Every Friday, as well as monthly tournaments. Dragon's Layers, where nerds go to get their game on. Right there, Luetta and 249. 211-51 State Highway, 249. Houston, Texas, 77070. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Blasting all over the AM frequencies. Just hanging out with you as we do our Nerd Thug Radio thing. Um, so real quick, you know, when you leave the streaming channels on, they just kick over to other things. Oh, man. Uh, that's, that's, that's always my favorite. It's like you have a really nice, either like emotional like ending, and then it's like, here's a trailer for a funny comedy movie by <laughs> Seth Rogen. Are you still crying? Well, on Hulu, it actually will... Uh... Or no, I was on HBO Max. That's what it was. on HBO Max. It'll just start playing the next thing. Like it'll build a playlist based from that one movie. That's weird. Um, and so what'll happen is like the credits will be rolling on something, and then it'll have a countdown. It'll be like the next film starts in four minutes, kind of a deal. So I wasn't paying attention. I just finished watching something, and it just jumped into like a, a, a set of thirty for thirties ESPN sports documentaries, which nice. I am all about. Um. However, the one that I that I saw that kind of stuck with me, there were two, uh, but one of them was about the death of the USFL. And essentially, why did it die? And it boils down to two things. You familiar with the USFL? No. So it was a rifle football league that launched in the spring after the NFL finishes its season. Okay. And... They immediately decided they were going to go head-to-head with the NFL. The first year, they had like eight owners, I think. Eight or ten. I'm not sure about the numbers. But one team tried to be like financially sound. They were called the Bandits. Mm-hmm. They, didn't, they didn't make big splashes, spend a lot of money. But their owner was like, listen, we're going to keep, we're going to keep being – we're going to keep playing good football and growing this league economically, building our fan bases, and in five or six years, we'll be in a great position to compete. And some of the other owners went, yeah, I don't know about that. And instead they went and they paid a bunch of money to get players to come to the USFL instead of the NFL. So, like, the first year it was Herschel Walker. They paid him, you know, $20 million or whatever it was to forego. He got in trouble with the NCAA. The NFL wasn't going to let him play. So the USFL was like, we'll give you $20 million right now if you come run for us. And he's like, dang, that's crazy. Anyways. 
Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, yeah, deal. Uh, so year two, they bring on Donald Trump. Nice. And Donald Trump buys the New Jersey Generals or something like that. And basically, immediately, he wants to move them over to fall to compete directly against the NFL. Um, very, very intelligent. He basically runs this league into the ground with his campaign to fight the NFL directly. Um, you know, as it's very intelligent people do. Right. And what winds up happening is the league is kind of messy because some of the owners don't even have enough money to like pay their players every time. Um, like they're interviewing some of the players and they were like, yeah, you would get a call like on Tuesday and the owner would say, there's a bank in Laredo that's willing to cash all your checks. Some things happened in this and that, but if you go blah, 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 and the players would all race to the bank. Because they knew the first half of the checks would get cash, but probably not all of them. I love, I love this, I love this game. <laughs> I love the like the way it used to be. Like you were just allowed to be like this weird, shady way. But anyway, <laughs> this check is definitely going to bounce if you don't show up in the next thirty minutes. But, <laughs> but you know, you do you. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, they go through this whole struggle. They wind up not having the league for the third year, but they sue the NFL for anti antitrust. They win the lawsuit. What? But the jury says, well, A, you're not playing, so there are no damages because you're not even playing your season right now. And B, you spent a lot of money on other athletes. So the part of the reason you have financial trouble is because you spent a lot of money on guys like uh, 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 Steve Young, uh, uh, Jim Kelly, uh, Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie got $40 million from Donald Trump. Like, I mean, it's a lot of issues. So the jury awarded them $1 for each of the three counts of antitrust. Let's go. So the, the documentary starts with the guy making the documentary pulling up a check for $3.76. Let's get it. <laughs> the most intelligent man in the world. $3.76 that the NFL paid to the USFL like 40 years ago. That's amazing. That's incredible. That's true gaming right there. So you can't have a monopoly. When the courts rule that you did have a monopoly, you will pay damages $3 worth and legal fees, which were $6 million. You know. Yeah. Basically. Lawyers. All right, this has been another episode of Nerd Thug Radio. Reminding you guys to check out the Adventure Begins uh, Roku channel. And as always, thanks for hanging out with us as we do our Nerd Thug Radio thing. Um, apparently, Nico's house is getting broken into. Oh, my uh, dog's losing his mind over there. <laughs> well, listen, after the double homicide, just make sure to check in with me. You know how I, you know how I worry. I'll be okay. I'll survive. Maybe I won't. Yeah, I mean, you never, you never know. This could be the end. Um, but anyway, all that being said, everyone stay safe. Have a great week. We will be back next weekend because we're here for you. And if Nico's gone, I'll, I'll bring on somebody else. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back.